0: What you're about to listen to was originally broadcast on 98.5 Sunshine FM, Perth, Western Australia. For details, go to the website 98five.com.
1: Very good morning and welcome to Craig Hunter from rebroth Christian College. Good morning, Craig. Hey, Mike. Good to, um, good to be with you. It is indeed. Now, a great question today. I'm loving this uh, I'm sure a lot of people can relate to this, kids that don't don't enjoy school or they just don't enjoy learning. And, you know, I guess they're thinking about it, well, what's the problem there? What's going on? It is tough, and especially
0: when it's year after year and we, we feel the frustration of our kids uh, not wanting to go to school, not enjoying school. Mm. And as parents, we, we want them to learn. We want them to go well, and we see their potential. We see what they're capable of. But we think, you know what, they're, they're, they're not growing, they're, they're not enjoying it, and it's it's frustrating. And we think, you know, we see the gifts that God's given them, but we, they're not being, you know, this is a great opportunity you've got at school, and you should be learning and loving school when they're not. And that's tough for us as parents, and, and certainly at school as well. It's something we work really hard
1: with. Yeah, it's interesting. Pretty challenging from a parent's perspective. I mean, how do you, how do you even start having that conversation when it's pretty obvious that the kids, your child doesn't, doesn't enjoy uh, learning and I guess it could be a whole bunch of reasons there, right?
0: That is and I think one of the things that um, we're always learning about learning, if that makes sense, Mm. and uh, a guy called James Anderson talks about just uh, some of the challenges that kids face and and I think we talked last week trying to get away from gifted, non-gifted and just trying to put kids in boxes uh, about how they learn because kids learn differently but certainly one thing we have learned is that when kids just stay in their comfort zone, Mm. Um, then that's not good for them. So comfort zone is basically just repetitive task, do what the teacher asks, complete your worksheet, listen to the teacher. Oh, yeah. It's pretty easy for kids. And that's when they get a bit bored in class. And we want to sort of get them to the next zone, which is uh, performance zone, which is like that's kind of like they're starting to work within their capability and their potential Uh, But the key area we want to encourage kids at school to get into is their learning zone. And the learning zone is being a bit of a stretch. So let's not just stay where you're comfortable. Mm -hmm. Let's not just stay where you can do what the teacher asks you to do. But let's just do a bit of a stretch so that you're learning new skills and new knowledge. And we know that kids are capable of learning. And we know that that's what they enjoy. And kids actually enjoy the challenge of stretching and growing and that 's probably the challenge when kids stay in the comfort or the performance zone mm. that 's when they get bored and um, probably a good example is cooking you know I mean, if, if, uh, oh, yeah. as much as we love um, master chef that 's kind it. of like aspirational zone you know like <laughs> yeah. we 're not really going to get there uh, so easily, but you know if we 're just making toast every day you know like every day I make toast, I eat wheat bix and that 's my comfort zone, mm. but we 're not really growing we 're not stretching. And you see these master chef guys, they jump right up to these quite difficult levels. But they've got there by being in a learning zone, by keep learning new things, being challenged, trying new things. We watch them on TV going, wow, that's so good that they've tried this, that they've learned that. Mm. But for our kids at school, if they're just staying making toast every day and just learning the same thing year after year, mm. they're not really going to enjoy sc- school And actually kids need challenge, but they need appropriate challenge. Because if it's too much for them, it's crushing yeah. If it's
1: not enough, it's boring. And so that's that yeah. sweet spot which is the learning zone. I can relate to that thinking back Craig I was I just I did not enjoy school. I found it boring. I just wanted to have fun and uh <laughs> and so I can I can so relate to this topic today. Yeah, and I think that it's hard, and, and
0: I think that because kids are different, what, one kid's learning zone will be different to another.
1: Yeah, of and course. So,
0: mm. And if it's something they enjoy, it's thinking, so one, one of the things we want to do is that what, what's a challenge that we can give kids every day? And, and we can't shy away from that as parents that, uh, I want to talk about this later on, but certainly yep. for our kids to face challenges in their life, develop resilience, it's really important. Mm. Kids want to have a sense of stretch. That, that's the key word, that being stretched every stretch, day, not not being yep. crushed. But <laughs> being stretched, and that's kind of the buzzword. And a, a good example is someone like Roger Federer. Mm. You know, he's almost forty. I think he's just turned forty. Yeah. But for twenty, twenty-five years, he's been at the peak or the top. And one of the th- things he says is that I don't just stay where I am. I'm not playing the same tennis I did twenty years ago.
1: Yeah. Wow. Yeah.
0: I'm always learning. I'm always stretching myself to learn new things, new strategies, new ways of doing it. Mm. And you've watched him reinvent himself a number of times. Yeah. Because example. he's kept. Going well, you see other tennis players that go. You know what? I'm good, and that's it. Yeah. And they stay in their comfort zone, and they never get better. They never improve. And and I think it's a, that whole lifelong learning thing for our kids is really important to help them understand that, and try and work with our teachers to say, "Hey, my kid needs to be stretched at school. He's not really being stretched." Or he's feeling crushed, is there some intervention I can help him because he's just it's just too much for him or her.
1: And that's probably that that spot that's going to help us work with the schools and work with our kids to be in that, that space. Love it, Craig. I'll put you back on hold, Craig. We'll come back and chat some more. My guest on the line this morning is a regular guest Craig Hunter from Rearboth Christian College. We're chatting about how kids don't enjoy school and all learning and stretching is the buzzword. We're on 98.5, this is weekdays with Mike Craig Hunter, the Deputy Principal of Reboth Christian College is with me and we've been chatting about, started to chat about uh, if your kids don't enjoy school and or learning and we've got uh, Jennifer on the line. Did you want to ask Craig a question, Jennifer? Good morning.
2: Oh, not so much a question, just to more share an experience. I'm an educator myself and I work with children with learning difficulties like dyslexia and dyspraxia and all those dishes. But my my personal story is of my son. My son is a beautiful um, boy. Um, He's 13 and a half now, but right through primary school, he's got got autism and with that comes language delay and um, auditory processing disorder and a little bit of um, passive attention disorder. And right through primary school, he hated primary school. And um, knowing, because I'm an educator, I know how to advocate Him for writing they can't do which were all things recommended by his high-end therapists um, and I don't really some some things I do I'm very sad that the, the school responded the way they did in, in, on an individual basis and other things I think is
1: I guess Craig, Jennifer's mainly talking about funding. I don't know if you can answer that. I guess, Craig.
0: Yeah, and I think that's something we're doing a lot better. And I do sympathise with uh, her journey, and I'm Mm. sorry that you had to go through that, and also for the sake of your child that had to face those roadblocks and had to face those, um, you know, uh, difficulties that weren't didn't need to be there. You know, it's one thing to have a difficulty that's a a, a healthy challenge; it's another Mm. thing to have a roadblock that actually can be crushing, like we talked about before. And I think that. One of the things schools are doing better is with funding and intervention. We've still got a long way to go, and it's there and it's there for a purpose. And some of those things like using an iPad or using different strategies mm. are certainly becoming more common in classrooms, um, and I think teachers are a lot more aware of it. Another thing I'd say is that a lot of teachers are using differentiation. We talked about this last time, but differentiation is saying, well, let's not just sit everyone in rows and have one size fits all and the teacher stands at the front and teaches to the kids. Let's try and find different ways with different approaches that's going to help different kids learn rather than... I think that's where the boring thing comes in. If your teachers just use one-size-fits-all, of course that's not going to work for everyone. But if they're going to find different ways to help all kids, and especially those with additional needs, let's find some strategies. I've got kids in my class that... Uh, struggle to write, you know, because of those disses like dyslexia and just just dyspraxia um, and all those things. Mm. Maybe they can speak it out. Maybe they can use an iPad that helps them assist so they can talk into the computer and that writes it out for them. And I think that that's a much better way. And I think of someone like Richard Branson, you know, who hated school, went to a top school, but he had dyslexia. And so for his whole life he was against against it.
1: Mm. And
0: yet through that he became successful. But imagine if someone helped him overcome those difficulties and those um, learning challenges at school. You know, that could have yeah. gone a lot different for him. And so I do sympathise, and mm. I think it's something that schools are doing better. But certainly, yeah. um, it is a real issue, and I'm sorry about your experience with that. And it's something that I hope that schools are certainly uh, improving to stretch those kids appropriately as well. Stretching. That's the new buzzword, Craig. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> That's the one. And I think... Um, I think the key, like I said to you, is stretching gets away from the being bored because they're not challenged and it also gets away yeah. from being crushed because you know, some kids sit there and they go, Look, this is just too much. I can't mm. get there. It's too high, you know what I mean? To play it to play or achieve it at that level it's too much. But mm. if it's gonna be the next level and then the next level, I can achieve that and I can see mm. for the for the kid that gets feedback, they can see themselves getting there. And we've seen incredible growth in our school and like other schools when we appropriately stretch kids where they're at and then take them to those next levels. Yeah. And then they can aim high, but one step at a time.
1: Mm. Stretching, learning, its a bit what happened last weekend when the Dockers played uh, my team, the Adelaide Crows, Craig. They were learning well, and listen, stretching. Well,
0: listen, I was just thinking, you know, when I first started supporting the Dockers, it was mm. the 3 faders. We the 3 faders, but the, yeah. they've shown a bit of resilience,
1: a bit of stretching there. They, they, they finished yeah. well, let's
0: be honest.
1: Yep, I think we've got a bad line, Craig. Um, but I'll put you on hold... <laughs> This is great today. I can just fade Craig back there as we uh, we don't want to talk about the Dockers, do we? Uh, we'll come back with Craig after this one from Jennifer Lopez. Sometimes it can be a bit difficult if our kids don't enjoy school or don't enjoy learning, or maybe both, Craig. That's it. it it's learning at school, mm. and, and we know that there's some
0: you know uh, challenges around those with special needs, like a caller rang before, but Jennifer, certainly yeah. yeah. For, for, for a lot of kids, I think it's just uh, helping them, working with the teachers and working with them and, and their own journey of saying, hey, school can be tough, but it's a chance to learn and it's a chance to grow and to be stretched. And certainly, I guess one of the things I want to encourage parents is don't be afraid in our desire to make things fun because often we say, oh, did you have fun today? Actually, mm-hmm. did you, maybe you could reframe the question. and Say, what did you learn today? Or what are you learning? Or what, what, what challenges are you facing? Oh, because yeah. I think sometimes we want to make life easy for our kids, but actually they're only gonna grow when they're stretched and they're being challenged. And that's probably even our conversation's got to change. It's not always fun to be challenged, but it feels good to be challenged. And that's the learning zone. I think a good picture is like jumping over a pit. Um, we call it the challenge pit you know so if oh, it's yeah. a tiny pit that's only about you know 20 centimeters we can just jump it quite easy that's a yeah. comfort zone i can do that all day easy if it's like a chasm the size of the grand canyon yeah. that's <laughs> that's maybe if i train hard for 20 years i can you know get on a rope and swing across mm. it but it's finding that right size you know, it might be two meters or one meter that i can jump it takes yeah. a bit of training and a bit of skill but it's a stretch mm. and we want to encourage our kids to get into that learning zone where it is a challenge, where they can keep learning and growing and encourage them along that journey about learning rather than is it fun or is it easy or are you bored? And so
1: if I've encouraged parents to do that, because that's certainly something as teachers we want for our kids as well. Yeah, that's good, Craig. And uh, finally, Craig, uh, looking ahead to Sunday, uh, Fremantle versus St Kilda, what's your tip? Listen, <laughs> heart, heart tipped, or I head tip. Freemantle. Come on.
0: Well, I've I tipped Fremantle, mm. but I'm going to give them about three or four weeks to prove themselves. <laughs> every year it's a it's a big this is the year, and so you know what I'll back them for a few weeks. Yep. And then I'll see what what they're capable of. I mean, okay. a one point win doesn't mm-hmm. really. And nothing against the Crows, but they're not yeah. like, you know, finals contenders.
2: Mm-hmm. That
0: doesn't really convince me that they're up for it. But St Kilda, hit and miss. Who knows what, what they're capable of at the moment. They're being tipped to the top four, which I think is a bit of a stretch. Talking okay. about being stretched.
1: So maybe <laughs> maybe two from two for your Frio Dockers, do you reckon, after, after Sunday? Let's
0: see. What about the Crows? What's their chance,
1: uh, um, Mike? It's on tomorrow. In fact, thanks for asking, Craig. Uh, colling would be uh, the Adelaide Crows tomorrow. Though the, the Crows will bounce back and beat uh, the Collie Wobbles tomorrow. No, no problem, and we'll, and we'll have a chat about <laughs> that. In a, and we'll have a chat about that in the fortnight, shall we? Good on you, Mike. Good (laughs) good, uh, good chance here. Thanks. Good on you, Craig. My guest on the line today has been uh, Craig Hunter, Deputy Principal of Rehoboth Christian College. You are on 98.5. Good morning.
0: For more details on this and other programs, contact 98.5 Sunshine FM, Perth, Western Australia, or visit the website
2: 98five.com.